0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another bill to help federal workers if and when there's another government shutdown clears the House. One congressman is butting heads with Veterans Affairs over office space. Meanwhile, a Senator wants a guarantee from the Air Force Secretary nominee before confirming her. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. More shutdown relief for federal employees has passed in the House. The Shutdown Guidance for Financial Institutions Act would require agencies to issue guidance to banks and financial institutions shortly after a shutdown starts. The guidance is supposed to encourage lenders to work with borrowers who might miss a payment because of a shutdown. Virginia Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton introduced the bill. Wexton says it was inspired by a furloughed constituent who nearly missed out on a mortgage because her bank considered her unemployed during the last shutdown. Congressman Brian Mast in the Veterans Affairs Department continued a feud over the location of his VA office. Mast is asking VA Secretary Robert Wilkie to overturn a recent eviction notice given to him and other members of Congress who have offices inside department facilities. VA told Mast it needed the space for clinical activities, but Mast says his office takes up just 100 square feet of closet space. He says he and other lawmakers have opened up those offices as a way to directly help their constituents with VA-related challenges. Senator Richard Blumenthal says he will hold Barbara Barrett's nomination to be Air Force Secretary if she does not pledge to prohibit Air Force spending at properties owned by President Trump. Blumenthal's announcement comes after reports of the Air Force stopping over and using tax dollars at one of Trump's luxury hotels. Blumenthal says he was disappointed by some of Barrett's responses during her confirmation hearing last week, which led to his uncertainty about her ability to lead the Air Force. The Marine Corps is charging 13 service members for their roles in an alleged human smuggling operation at the southwest border. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Nine Lance corporals at Camp Pendleton face specific charges related to human smuggling under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Four others who were arrested earlier this summer are charged with failure to obey orders, drunkenness, endangerment, larceny, and perjury. The case began when a Border Patrol officer caught two Marines allegedly transporting illegal immigrants in early July. Shortly after that, commanders at Pendleton can conducted a mass arrest of 16 Marines during battalion formation. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Veterans Affairs named Shmendra Paul as its new chief data officer. Paul comes to VA from the Homeland Security Department, where he spent almost three years as its cloud action officer and deputy director of mission and strategy in the office of the chief information officer. Agencies had until July 13th to name a new chief data officer. As required under the Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, VA had named an interim CDO before choosing Paul. Health and Human Services Inspector General's office has turned to data analytics tools to better pinpoint fraud. Chief Data Officer and Assistant IG Carol Bruce Malkowitz said the agency has launched a tool that combs through healthcare spending by geographic area, then flags areas where billing is double or triple the national average. Data analytics also helped lead the IG office to its biggest opioid takedown this spring. The IRS has plans to reduce its payouts to fraudsters by 2 percent this year and then by 1 percent each year after that until 2024. In its annual Customer Experience Action Plan, the agency also expects to roll out new identity theft filters in 2020 to help flag bogus tax returns. The number of reported ID theft cases dropped 71 percent between 2015 and 2018, but IRS officials say fraud attempts have gotten more sophisticated over time. CBP turns to a new approach to contracting to protect the border.
1: The Customs and Border Protection Directorate is taking advantage of DHS's new flexible acquisition authorities to buy capabilities that will provide increased situational awareness at and between ports of entry. CBP plans to issue a solicitation under the Commercial Solutions Opening Pilot Program. Among the capabilities CBP is looking for include access to commercially available data streams, space-based capabilities such as high-resolution imagery, and small unmanned aircraft systems as a service. The agency says it expects to release the request for proposals in early fiscal 2020. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Flying cars may be a way for the Air Force to expand its industrial base. Air Force Acquisition Chief Will Roper says the service is working with industry on flying car technology to replace the V-22 Osprey. But the collaboration has a larger purpose. Testing flying cars with the military would be less prohibitive than in the civilian world, a factor Roper hopes will attract more companies to work with the Pentagon. And DARPA is looking for a small business whose employees have security clearance. More now from Federal News Network's
1: Tom Temin. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency plans to make a set-aside award in February for a small business to operate its information technology services. Work will cover several networks, ranging from unclassified to top secret. The scope includes support for DARPA's cloud-first computing strategy. DARPA specifically asks small, 8A, zone, service-disabled veteran and women-owned small businesses to submit proposals. The deal will include a one-year contract with four one-year options. I'm Tom Temin. You can
0: find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.